Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, whatever time of the day it is, whatever day it is. Welcome back to the Chiona Podcast. It's me, your girl, Sarah So Deezy. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? All right, so recently I had a friend of mine request that I do an episode surrounding the topic of friends, whether that be toxic friendships or just how you should treat your friends in general. And I came up with this this one story that makes me laugh because it brings me back to high school. And high school, like, I feel like whenever I talk to people, they either had a really good experience in high school or a really bad experience in high school. And I feel like I fit somewhere in between because the way that I categorize it is like this. Grade nine was awesome because you're starting out, you're friends with literally everybody and anybody at that point. And you're adding every single person in your grade on Facebook. I see you. That's what you did and that's what I did, okay? Please. So grade nine was that. And then grade 10 is when it started to go to crap. Like dramatically started going to crap because everybody started finding like their niches and like their little cliques and their friends and stuff like that. And you start to realize, okay, wait, maybe I'm not friends with everybody and maybe not everybody likes me. (laughs) So it kind of starts shifting a little bit. And then grade 11 is when you're really like, okay, like this sucks. They, you found your friend group somewhat, but you're like, this really, really sucks because like, I just want to get out of here. Like you're at that point where you're almost there, but you're not there right? So you're kind of just like, oh, like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And then grade 12 is the best year of your freaking entire high school career because A, you're getting out of there in the span of like a couple of months. B, you have finally found a decent friend group that you actually want to hang out with and actually want to spend time with, which for me was like four people out of like the 25 that I had originally had in grade nine right so like there's levels and there's categorizations to all of this so I'm gonna explain to y'all something that happened to me in grade 10 that has taught me to never ever ever I need to emphasize this do not ever fight with your friends over a man um even worse let me let me reiterate this never ever 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 fight with your friends over a bummy ass man all right so where do i even begin with this story where do i even begin so this happened in the 10th grade and for context you need to understand that oh like oh i cringe at myself in high school because like i was i'm gonna i'm i'll admit this i was pretty boy crazy at the time because here's the thing is up until like grade seven grade eight no boy would even bat an eye at me because they would all friend zone me (laughs) like they would all because here's what it was is I wasn't focused on getting attention from boys at that time I was very much focused on sports like I was obsessed with basketball and soccer you could not tell me anything else like that's all I would care about okay so then when boys started to pay attention to me I was like really grossed out by it at first but then I started to get into it but when people actually started to notice me in high school I kind of like took it like I took it to like another level and like I just cringe at it because like girl please none of them are relevant you don't even talk to any of them anymore and truthfully I don't there's like maybe like three people from high school that I still talk to on a regular basis and that's basically it but nonetheless that's the context here is that 
I was really boy crazy. And this is not to condone the behavior that I was engaging in at that time, because I would punch myself in the face. If I could go back in time and talk to this 15 year old girl and punch her in the face, then I would. But, you know, things happen for a reason. And I have learned a major lesson in this as a result. So in grade 10, I was friends with, let's name this kid Arnold and my best friend at the time, whose name was, I can't come up with girl names, yo. whose name was Tabitha. (laughs) That's the only name I can come up with right now and the only girl name that I don't have any friends named Tabitha. So if your name is Tabitha, well, well, I don't know what to tell you. So Tabitha and Arnold were my friends and subsequently started dating. This was like, yeah, like second semester of, of grade 10. And they started dating and it was really great because we were all friends and it never really felt like I was a third wheel. Like we were all just all like really, really, really good friends. And so then at that point, when they started dating and their relationship and everything, like I couldn't be anything but happy for them, right? So Tabitha had to work over March break. And as a result, Arnold and I were left to hang out with the rest of our friends over March break. And that also included, I will reiterate this till the day that I die, us in group settings, hanging out with one another. But as a result, the more time that we would spend with each other over March break, Oof, child, this got really bad because he started to develop feelings for me. And he was still going out with, you guessed it, he was still going out with Tabitha at this time. And this is the thing in high school and when social media was just starting to become a thing. Yes, I know I'm old. Facebook would really, really be telling of where a person was or what people were doing at a certain place at a certain time. So when pictures were posted of myself, Arnold and our friends, hanging out during March break, rumors started to surface and swirl around. And I'm gonna just tell you this now, like high school is a very, like I said, it's, you could either have like a really great experience or a not so great experience. And I want to say that this part of high school is not a very great experience because as a result of those rumors, a lot of people would say not so very nice things about me that were completely untrue. And this is why to this day, I hate it when people spread rumors about me because I know how hurtful it can be, whether it's hurting towards me or the other people that are involved or just anybody else, like spreading rumors is just not okay. And it's just the immaturity of other people finding nothing to do with their lives that they feel the need to do these things. But nonetheless, these rumors spread around and Tabitha caught wind of them. And one of these rumors that had spread around was that Arnold and I were poking up with each other while he was seeing Tabitha, which is completely untrue. I would never, ever, 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 ever do that. But what I did do is after Tabitha and Arnold broke up, I started, I started seeing Arnold like a few weeks afterwards. And yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's hold for a second. Let's pause. Let's pause. Let's pause. I know I was in the wrong and I know damn well I shouldn't have gone there I know damn well now I know that but when I was 15 like I said I got the attention of the guy that I liked and I was like I ran with it and I held tight to it as fast as I can but have you heard of the saying where you know how you get them is how you lose them because (laughs) friends I spoiler alert that's exactly what happened is essentially Arnold and I started quote-unquote going out like I don't even consider that a thing but started going out And then on the side, he started talking to some other girl. So, yes, as I have told you from the title of this story, bummy ass man. Oh, a bummy ass man. But unfortunately, as a result of Tabitha and I having that falling out because I chased after her boyfriend after they had broken up, 
as uh, as a result of like all these rumors flying around they broke up and i went out with him her and i were no longer friends and it, it created a really big divide within our friend group because everybody was friends with everyone at that time but this is when everyone was starting to shift in terms of friends friend groups and this made it 10 times worse because people felt like they needed to pick sides and i literally only had like maybe like the one that made it like the most obvious and the one that made it like okay i don't really care whose side i'm on she's she was very much neutral in this situation was our other best friend and she plays a very important role in this as well because after arnold had chased after another girl so basically essentially doing the same thing that he did to tabitha that he did to me i was thinking like i just wasted my time chasing after a guy who doesn't even care about me and i lost my best friend over it and i beat myself up about it like crazy because even after things had ended between arnold and i people were still saying very 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 not nice things about me anonymously and to my face so i thought to myself was like there has to be a way for me to like rekindle my friendship with tabitha but the problem is is again rumors are not very fun and when people push you to your very very limits you get very angry and as a result, I got very, very angry with Tabitha because I thought, I was like, why would she believe any of the rumors people were saying about me? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I already said sorry to her and like, she, we, her and I should be friends already. And I got very, very angry with her. I'm not going to lie. Her and I, we got into it quite a few times and a lot of people were witnesses to that. I remember specifically one time in the cafeteria, one of our friends saw us going at it, like literally yelling in each other's faces and recorded it on her iPod. <laughs> yeah this is this is a testament to show like how what times were like back then so <laughs> so anyways tabitha and i just kind of like came to that conclusion that we were never going to be friends again after what had happened but then senior year came and like i said senior year was one of the best years of my life because this is where i realized like nothing matters anymore we're gonna be done high school anyways like who cares and i really miss my best friend honestly because tabitha and i used to do everything together starting from grade nine her and I became friends immediately. We had gym class together. We had English class together. Like her and I would sit together during lunch. Like we were really good friends and even hang out after school. We were really good friends. And I really missed that because I, at that point I had already established my friend group. But I thought like it's just so weird not having her here. And also, like I said, that friend that we had that was neutral in the situation, she hated the fact that she could only hang out with one of us and not the other. So at that point, she was sick and tired of us just not speaking to each other. So I feel like low-key this was her plan in the end, but I'll never know. <laughs> but in senior year, the three of us, so myself, Tabitha, and our other friend, we all signed up for yearbook. And it was so weird because I was sitting on the right. So there were three chairs. I was sitting on the right. Our friend, our neutral friend, was sitting in the middle, and Tabitha was sitting on the left. And one day... Our neutral friend decided not to come to class because they had an appointment or something. I don't remember what it was. They had something going on, but they didn't show up to class. And neither one of us was notified about this. Like Tabitha didn't know and I didn't know. And so I was like, oh God, like this is going to be so awkward because like I didn't want to sit somewhere else. It was like, it was that was my spot. Like where I was sitting already, that was my spot. And Tabitha had already established her spot. So there was literally like one chair right in between us, like an empty chair right in between us because we didn't want to talk to each other. And it was so awkward. But then again, God gives you signs. God gives you signs about things. So... <laughs> 
our yearbook teacher or like this staff supervisor she assigned like a group a, a group activity for us to do while we were working on something i don't remember what the activity was but we basically had to partner up with people and obviously guys of course of course there was nobody else in the class to pair up with except for tabitha so tabitha and i ended up working on the assignment together and then from there on out there on out we just dropped the beef and it just went back to normal and guys i can't tell you how happy and how relieved i was that we became friends again because even after high school her and I still continued to be close and even to this day like like I said you know how I told you that there's only like three people I keep up with from high school like genuinely will like regularly keep up with like yeah I follow a ton of people from high school on Instagram but like genuinely keep up with them her our neutral best friend and maybe one other person (laughs) they're the ones that I will keep up with on a regular basis But to sum this whole thing up, real friends, you know, they always find their way back to each other, I think. And um, we laugh about the situation because really, like, there was no need for us to argue about the stupidity that ensued between us for that guy. Because where is he now? Who knows? Who cares? All right, before I get into this next story, which I'm telling you guys now, it's a bit, like, it's a lot. So if you are going through a situation like this, I completely understand why you would want to keep this friend around and why you would feel like, oh no, that's just the way that they are or whatever. They're always a fun time, but you know, whatever, I'm gonna keep the toxic friendship. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But this was inspired by two TikToks that I saw. I know because that's the thing, like everybody shares TikToks with each other, but it's funny because I don't even have a TikTok account. So how I came across these, the internet is a crazy place. But the first one was of this girl talking to her best friend, or it sounded like she put in the captions that it was her best friend, or toxic best friend, I should say. And they were going on about this event that they were going to go to. I think it was like a wedding or like some sort of really fancy event where they had to wear dresses. And then the friend was going to be wearing like a pink dress. And then the girl who was filming it, she was going to be wearing a red dress. And then the friend was like being super jealous and was being negative and was like, no, like you can't wear that dress because it's going to clash with what I'm wearing. Like she was being super toxic. And there's a difference between like giving solid advice to your friend and being like, hey, like, I don't think that dress looks good on you like genuine advice and telling your friend that and just being a hater or just being a jealous girl and that's exactly what this came across as it was so ugly I was like wow oh my gosh I am reminded of some things (laughs) and then the second TikTok that I saw that also pissed me off because it reminds me of the fact that like people cannot can't just be happy for you they have to like steal the spotlight from you in some way or they have to just like take your six or try to take your success away and it pisses me off to no end but i watched this tiktok of these girls who were like in their early teens mid-teens and they were making a tiktok video together lip-syncing to some song and then the friend there's two girls that are in this scenario but one of the girls is just singing along and then the other friend has her arm over her over the girl's shoulder and p- rips off her eyelashes or her fake eyelashes or whatever and she had really nice makeup on so she purposely ripped off the girl's eyelashes and like wanted to steal the spotlight or whatever or was just trying to get all the attention and was low-key jealous of her friend because they explained afterwards there was like a part two or whatever and they explained that they got into a full-on fist fight and everything like that over it like girl girl And I'm not limiting this just to female friendships because I know like in other scenarios, there might be like 
tension between guys who's the more alpha or who's the more I don't I don't friggin know like there's there's arguments that guys will have and stuff like that like I don't put it past guys to have arguments like that like let's not generalize but in my case in my case yes this was an exchange between myself and another female but what I want to emphasize is that people like this they will always show their true colors and I've come to realize this over the course of my life is that God will give you signs God will give you signs on if a person is not meant to be in your life. And I've come to realize that certain people are around for a very short period of your life to teach you things. And this story right here, it just demonstrates that. Okay, so I want to say that this happened back in like, I don't even know how long ago was this? This was like six, seven years ago. It was a while ago. But all you really need to know is that I was really good friends with this girl and let's name her i can't come up with see here's the thing is i can gladly come up with guys names because like a lot of them like are names that of people that i don't actually know but if i come up with a girl's name there's so many girls that i know with that damn name and i don't want nobody catching feelings and even still when i do name guys a different name people still catch feelings but what can i give her what name can i give her for some reason the name Mona Lisa is sticking out to me cuz like that's just like a fictional person or like it's not a fictional person but it's a fictional name that I could very much use in Ah, screw it. Okay, Mona Lisa. Her and I were friends for a while. But the problem was is that I didn't notice the very shady tendencies that she had. And girls or whoever's listening, if you've had a friend like this, raise your hand. Because she would be the type of person that would very much want all the attention on her. And if other people received any sort of attention or any slight bit more attention than her she would do everything it took for that spotlight to be back on her and that's not necessarily a bad thing because some people like to be the center of attention and that's cool you know like people are the life of the party whatever that that such and such and such whatever but it came to a point where it was like okay like you really need to chill out because I don't know if it was insecurity I don't know if it was jealousy I do not know to this day and I don't want to know but there was just Okay, I'll give you every single scenario. So it was three strikes and you're out. That's how we play baseball out here and everywhere. I don't know why I'm saying out here, but three strikes, okay? So the first instance, oh dear God, okay? So the first, very, very, very first instance of this, I I vividly remember, is when I went to a festival with her and I was waiting for her to come out of the bathroom. And so while I was waiting, this, these two guys come up to me and start talking to me. And I'm not really interested in the conversation because I was just standing there waiting for my friend. But then Mona Lisa comes out of the washroom and she sees I'm talking to these two dudes and immediately just is like, again, very much the attention type of person or wants the attention type of person. So she wedges right in between me and the guy that we're having a conversation. And she's like introducing herself and just fully putting herself out there. And I didn't really care. I'm gonna be real. Like at the time, I didn't really care because I wasn't interested in either one of them. So, (laughs) wow, this sounds so terrible. I wasn't interested in either one of them. So girl, like if you wanted them, you could have just told me. You could have just told me and I gladly graciously humbly would have given them to you but that's not the point i i saw these tendencies though whenever we'd go out she'd very much be like that she'd very much want to be at the center of attention or just like even if even if it was something really small she would do things like that so keep that in your back pocket friends because that's a very important trait that we need to keep in mind here so the second occurrence 
was when, oh dear God, okay, I was really interested in this guy and she knew it and a bunch of our friends knew it, like everybody knew it because at that time I did nothing but spill my own business all the time. What can I say? So everybody knew that I was really interested in this guy, but I didn't know how it was. Like, I didn't know if he saw me as a friend. I didn't know if there was something more. I was really confused about it. And so I remember going to, I remember going to this house party with a bunch of our mutual friends. And would you believe it? Ladies and gentlemen, would you believe it? One of our mutual friends ended up telling me that Mona Lisa and the guy that I was very much interested in had slept together. And yes, escándalo, escándalo. You guys are probably listening to this and are like, Sara, por Dios, why didn't you cut her off? You said that this is three strikes, second strike. I would have been OD, OT. Y'all, like I said, this there's a lot of things to follow along here. And I'm going to tell you this right now. And I will probably tell you this at the end. Her and I were friends for a decent amount of time. So for me to cut somebody off like that, it was very difficult for me to do. But nonetheless, I found out about that and I was very upset. And of course, me, Sarah Sodizi, being Sarah Sodizi, I confronted her about it and asked her. And what does this girl do? What does this girl do? What does this girl do? She literally says to me, I word for word, guys, I'm not joking. I remember this also very vividly. She said, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't care if I was not dating this person or I didn't, I don't care if I was like gonna freaking marry him, okay? friends don't do that to each other like regardless like you knew that I liked him you knew that I was interested in him and yet you still went for it even if you consulted with me or even if you had said something to me like hey listen this is what happened or explained anything to me whatsoever I probably wouldn't have been cool with it but at least I would have had that understanding that you came to me as a woman and told me what had happened you know what I mean for me to find out through random schmandom people is so unbelievably shady but again guys this was strike two (laughs) we're not we're not even on strike three yet and you're thinking okay how could you top this like how could you like how could this situation that just happened now what is something that just really like made you want to cut this girl off and I will tell you so second strike I was like okay like yo like that's really messed up but I kept it in my back pocket because well, we could have used that or we used that for ammunition later on. And I will explain. So the third instance is really what just set me off like crazy. Because like I said to you previously, guys, Mona Lisa very much liked attention from whoever she could get it from. But for some reason, for some reason, she specifically wanted it from people that I had been involved with. So if you were following along, those two guys at a festival that were talking to me first... She jumped right in there and wedged her way through and was talking to them, all right? And then the second instance, you're you're going to start seeing a pattern here. The second instance was the guy that I was interested in at the time. She slept with him. Hmm, okay, so then number three, what do you guys think happened there? What do you guys, what, what do you think happened there? Oh, crazy, crazy. And when I say small world, I mean small world. Because remember when Instagram had that feature where you could look at what people were liking or who people were following like in real life time? Oh, dear God. So I don't know why I decided to look at that activity feed to see what other people were doing. And her name happened to pop up on the feed. And I look and I see she starts following. And if you guys have listened to my podcast, then you will know who this person is. She started following Hazel, my first crush from the sixth grade. Huh, what are the odds? The smallest world in the world. 
smallest world in the world. Are you here? Are you listening to this? A small world. She starts following the, the first guy that I ever liked in my entire existence as a human being. Okay. And I saw it and I was just like, what the heck? Like, how does she know him? It wasn't even that I was jealous or anything like that. I was just like, okay, the world is like really, really small if she knows him, you know? So I asked her about it and I was like, Mona Lisa, how do you know Hazel? And she was like, oh, I don't, you know, I just started following him cause he was cute. And I was like, okay, like that, that again, that isn't what set me off because hello guys, like I was like in my twenties and this was like back when I was like 12, who cares? Who cares? Right. That is not what set me off. So I kind of just like was like, okay, like that's that's funny, ha 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 ha, whatever. And then she asked me, she's like, oh, how do you know him playing dumb, whatever, <laughs> stupid. And I was like, oh, funny enough, that was the first guy I had ever had a crush on in grade six. And she was like, oh no way, like that's so funny, <laughs> like what da da da. As if she didn't know, because then shortly after she started following Hazel on Instagram. I started seeing on Snapchat that, like, she regularly did this anyways with or without me. That's why I said in one of my previous videos when I was, like, 19, 20 years old, I was raving a lot and I was partying a lot and doing very stupid things with Mona Lisa or without Mona Lisa. But anyways, she would go out a lot too. So sometimes it would be with me and other times it wouldn't be with me. This occurrence had been without me. So she was out with her friends, partying it up, whatever, posting all over her story. And because her and I were close, obviously, I was going to look at her stories. So scrolling through them, whatever, whatever. It was just her partying and like just random stuff. And then I stopped. I happened to like just scroll through a couple. And then I seen this face that I had recognized. And I I went back. I went to the previous, I went to the previous stories. And I was like, no freaking way. No, 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 no. Tell me how she's out at a club partying with Hazel and all of his friends and other people that I knew at this club. And I was just like, no, I was like, no, 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 no. And this is when it starts to get weird because I hadn't even said anything. I hadn't even done anything yet. But then I guess as soon as she saw that I had watched her story or had looked at bits and pieces of it because I was already so upset. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl moves really quick. I was just so flustered and I was just so shook at the fact that this girl really moved in on this guy that I liked in grade six. Like I, I hadn't even thought of him in years. I moved in on him so quick, like weeks after she started following him on Instagram this is when she specifically started sending to me, just to me. It wasn't posted on her story or anything. She started sending Snapchats to me of her, like, front-facing camera, taking pictures with Hazel and his friends and other people that I knew, deliberately sending these to me. And then at that point, that's when I knew this was targeted. This was targeted, and I was just like, girl, oh, 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 oh. And I was having none of it because then at that point I went sickle mode and cussed her out. And oh God, guys, I'm not proud of that. But at the same time, like sometimes things just need to be said. So I went to her and told her that I didn't want to be friends with her anymore because like who does that? What kind of a friend goes out of their way to like flaunt these types of things in your face as if it really mattered anyways? Because again, I wasn't angry at the fact that she was hanging out with this guy that I used to like. But it's just these tendencies where she just wanted this kind of attention and would like garner it from people that like I had known in the past or just 
people that had some sort of involvement with me. And I was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, I thought to myself, I was like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, the fact that she needs to go out of her way like this. And that's when I realized, like, yo, like, you don't want to be friends with a person like that. So I cut her off. And at the end of the day, guys, you are the person that can judge the best when somebody's not right for you. Like, other people can tell you whatever they want. And there's people that did, in fact, say, like, yo, she's bad news and whatnot. And I didn't listen to them. But, like, at the end of the day, you're the one that's able to determine whether or not this person's right for you. Whether you're in the right or she's in the right or whoever's in the right or wrong. Like, people need to understand that sometimes with friendships, yes, there can be very obvious signs here where the person is not good for you. But then, in other cases, there might be a situation where you're just not growing on the same level as that person anymore. And it, there's no hard feelings. You just aren't friends anymore. And it's as simple and as transparent as that. But a lot of people don't understand that. And, I mean, to each his own, honestly. Because the way that I see it is people who are meant to be in your life will stay in your life no matter what. You know what I mean? And I'm very blessed and I'm very happy that I have a good set of friends that I can truthfully call my friends and people that I can rely on. So, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, like, Mona Lisa was here for the time that she was there and <laughs> now she's not. And look at me now. My life is great. <laughs> But please, especially all my lady friends at the end of the day, please don't ever fight with your friends over a man. Please don't do that because it just never ends well and it's the stupidest thing in the world. But yes, that's it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, hit me up on Instagram at SoDeasy if you want me to talk about something. Also, many requests have been made for me to talk about the Juan Pablo story. And like I said, it's coming, but not before I talk about Father's Day that is coming up. I'm going to try my best to get my dad on this podcast because I know for some reason my dad has garnered a following every time I talk about the shenanigans he gets up to. But... Here's the thing is that he goes off topic very, very easily. So I'm like debating how we should structure the whole episode and everything like that. But I mean, if you guys want it, then tell me to have my dad on here and I will try my best to get him on here. Also, man's busy. So, (laughs) but anyways, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so very, very much. Okay, bye.